0: Today on Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach.
1: Remember, this is God teaching us to get it right, not condemning us for getting it wrong. He wants to help us. No, that's the wrong way to go about this. Why is it the wrong way to go about it? I think it's because we get our focus. Horizontal, you know, again, the presumption, we're putting our focus on what we're gonna do, what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna achieve, what I'm gonna acquire, what, you know, it's all about me. And he says, no, 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 that's just, <laughs> that's just
0: gonna mess you up. Even when you think you know, stay open to the possibility that you could be mistaken. Sometimes we act very presumptuously, boasting about what our plans are, what we're going to do. In today's message, Pastor Robert takes us further through James 4, and explains that all such boasting is wrong. In these verses, God is trying to shift our focus and thinking from us and our plans to Him and His plans for us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you, our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. But first, here's Pastor Robert in the book of James, chapter 4, verse 13, with today's study. There was a long time when I knew if,
1: that my, financially, my family would be a lot better off if I got hit by a train or something. So it's, it's a weird feeling when you know that they know. <laughs> Everybody with me? Yeah. But I never worried about that. I didn't have anybody tasting my food before I ate it. You know, why not? Because I know they love me the same way. I know they love me with that same all-encompassing love. How do I know that? It's visible. We see it in each other, evidence of it. We know. Our relationship transcends the resources that I provide for them. Let me say that again. My relationship with my wife, my relationship with my children, the, the relationship transcends the things that I provide. It's bigger than that. And it's something Elizabeth and I talked about many, many years ago. You know, we still live in the same two bedroom, one bath house. We've raised our kids there. From time to time, it gets abundantly full. It's abundantly full right now. But we made a decision a long time ago that we were not going to, like, trade up on the house, you know, that we were not going to continue the typical approach. You start our house and you go this way. And, you go. and we talked about it. We, we looked at it and we decided, no, we, we made a decision to invest our time, whatever we could come up with, in the children. And not in a second job, not in a, a career for my wife. Those kind, of, And I'm not condemning those choices, understand. I'm talking about what we did. Please hear me on this. You can see That all-encompassing love in the choices, in the actions, right? The love transcends the resources, the blessings, the materials. Here's my question. Does your relationship with God transcend the resources he provides for you? Does your relationship with your Father in heaven transcend what he gives you, transcend what he provides to you? You know, Elizabeth sometimes says, her mom was never quite sure whether to thank me or Jesus for the changes that happened in Elizabeth's life after we met. Now we knew what was going on. Elizabeth was a baby Christian when she and I met. She had come here for training here in Miami, and God spoke to, just spoke to her really clearly that I was to be her husband. And uh, made it very clear to her before making it clear to me. But, But God began to work in, you know, he worked in both of us, transforming us and making us one. God used her weaknesses and flaws to chip away at me, and he used my weaknesses and flaws to hammer away at her. And he, just like he says in the Bible, he fitted us together. It's a painful process, uncomfortable process, beautiful process, fruitful process, we're becoming one with each other and with our Father, with our Lord, and we're so grateful. We're very aware you know, of his mercy and his, his generosity to us. I mean, we laugh about it all the time. Listen, faith is focused on him, always. Presumption is focused on me. What I intend to accomplish, what I intend to acquire, that's presumption. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. You can spiritualize it in all kinds of different ways, you know? You can you can try to make it appear that it's about God or that it's spirit-led and but if it's if the focus of it is what you're going to do, what you're going to accomplish, what you're going to achieve, what you're going to acquire, that's presumption. Come now, you who say today or tomorrow we'll go to such and such a city, spend a year there buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. Do you hear what he's confronting? What are you talking about? You don't even know. You don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow. The second thing James says, point number two, second thing he says we need to consider is that boasting is evil. It's interesting to me. He calls it boasting. I had to chew on that for a while. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, next year I'm going to go to New York and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you know, next year we're going to do, we'll get in we'll and plant a church over here. We're going to move over we're going to do this. And and, and James says, that's arrogance. You're boasting. You're presuming to overstate your control over circumstances. You don't know what you're going to do even tomorrow. My friend, a police officer, he's got enormous responsibility with the police department. He was supposed to be here yesterday at 10 o'clock to help me lead a training. At 5 to 10, I'm getting a phone call from his wife, and I'm thinking, oh, don't, please tell me he didn't forget this. No, he didn't forget it. He's in the ICU with his 18-year-old son. Everything changed in a moment. You don't know what's going to happen. He's a believer. You know, this guy knows the Lord. He didn't know this was going to happen. Now I know what we're talking about here contradicts, you know, some of the, some theologies concerning declaring this and proclaiming that. But the Bible says right here, be careful about your boasting because it's evil. Be careful about your presumption because it's wicked. It doesn't please God. And he even goes on to say, here's what you should say. And I hear that ridicule. I've heard it ridiculed so many times. You know, if it's the Lord's will, God willing, I'm going to do I remember having a pastor teach on it. You know, that's not faith. That's, you know, you just need to state it in the name of Jesus. Well, the Bible says no to that. The Bible actually says Be careful, that's boasting. You don't know what's gonna happen. Be careful. You do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? He's putting us in our place here. Our Father is eternal, he's infinite. What is your life? A vapor, appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Do you hear what he's trying to teach us? Remember, this is God teaching us to get it right, not condemning us for getting it wrong. He wants to help us. Like, no, no, that's the wrong way to go about this. Why is it the wrong way to go about it? I think it's because we get our focus horizontal. You know, again, the presumption, we're putting our focus on what we're gonna do, what I'm gonna do, what I'm gonna achieve, what I'm gonna acquire, What you know, it's all about me. And he says, no, 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 that's just, <laughs> that's just gonna mess you up. Even when you think you know, Stay open to the possibility that you could be mistaken. That's all he's saying. You understand? Like one of my um, teachers when I was in Youth of the Mission, Dean Harvey always said, know what you believe, know why you believe it. Know it well enough to be able to articulate it. You know, Peter said, always be ready to make a defense, to give an account for the hope that you have. But he said, don't hold on to anything so tightly that God himself can't take it away from you. Why did he say that? Because so many Christians do. You know, it's like, this is what, this is what I believe, and that's it, and, you know, and God himself couldn't change your mind. And that's just arrogance. Know what you believe, know why you believe it, know it well enough to be able to articulate it well, but don't be arrogant, don't be stubborn about it. Hold it with open hands, remembering that while he speaks perfectly, your ears are still broken. You don't have new ears yet. You understand what I'm saying? I had a guy really get upset with me about this 20 years ago because I was just trying to help him to understand. Listen, I know you hear from the Lord. I know God speaks to you. But I also know that you don't hear perfectly from God. You're still human. Just be open to the possibility that you misheard or that you've misunderstood. Hold it loosely. Hold your plans with open hands. Time after time, the Lord has redirected me. You know, he's altered my course slightly. We have to remain open. The third point is concerning sinful omission. And he's linking it here to this this issue of presumption, you know, and, you know, the fact that life is short. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. But he's saying it in the context of being surrendered to God's perfect plan. You know, instead of dictating to God, hear from God and allow him to lead. If you presume to plot your own course and make your own plan without keeping that plan contingent upon God's will, it's sin. If you know that you need to submit things to the Lord and you don't do it, then that's sin. You're off course already before we even get started. On the other hand, if you simply say, okay, Lord, I think this is what you want if it's not i need you to show me i'm doing the best i can here but i want you to lead me i want you to be in charge you know if you just do that just submit it to him just acknowledge that you don't know tomorrow he's not saying you can't make a plan
0: the body of christ is so blessed with the technologies that god has given us these days being able to share bible teaching through the radio is wonderful a couple of other great resources are facebook and twitter For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. And we want to be a part of that experience with you each day. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the Calvary Chapel Miami Beach Facebook page. It would be great if you like our page and become our friend. Also, we invite you to follow our Twitter feed. We share information about upcoming studies at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach, encouraging scriptures and much more. So please check out mainthingradio.com, our Facebook page and Twitter feed. Now, to receive a copy of this message, please log on to mainthingradio.com where you'll find the Main Thing Radio media player. You can listen to today's message, download today's message or subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast. Finally, we'd also like to ask that you consider supporting Main Thing Radio. We've provided a secure option to give towards the ongoing expenses of this ministry at MainThingRadio.com. Simply click the donate button. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio, the teaching ministry of Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Tune in next time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.